I mean, yeah, if, you're, if you want to really break apart anything, go ahead. Everything deserves to be analyzed, of course. The unexamined life is not worth living. You know, we've heard that many times. Plato said it, and I just reset it. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's like, uh, do you want to pick apart something that happened, or do you want to create something yourself? Hello and welcome to another episode of Early Childhood Perspectives. I'm your host, William. Um, I'm a preschool teacher to IC and this is a bonus pod. And I, 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 I'm i going to start out by saying never please skip my podcast. Please always listen. But if you were going to skip an episode, feel free because this isn't really going to be about early education. And in the beginning of my podcast, I kind of just ran into rave. And I got rid of that, and I'm proud I did, but this is very much going to be that. I haven't really got a plan. Normally, I, I really quite, I plan out my podcast, but this episode, I'm just going to chat, kind of hit up on different things. And the point of this bonus podcast is really looking at um, how do you go about creating your own podcast? How do you, what's the process? What what should you think about? Um, I'm not saying that as someone who has an amazingly successful podcast, not at all. Um, for me, I have just really enjoyed it. I've loved it. It's a great hobby of mine. And I just really want to share that and really give people in a similar stage to me, um, you know, I'm not very technologically whatever, um, an opportunity to do that. So number one, I guess, is <clears throat> know what you want to know what you want to produce and make sure there's not a million other things like it. So when I started this podcast, I included an excerpt from Kevin Smith in the beginning, and that really encouraged me to just go for it. I was always very nervous about doing a podcast because as you can imagine, it's, you know, you're putting yourself out there, but I was really encouraged just to do it. And I noticed there was basically not a lot of early education-focused podcasts at the time. Now there's quite a few, which is awesome. There still needs to be more, but... um, yeah, there really was a lack of, and not that I thought I had anything special to say, but I just thought, well, this is a really fun way to um, keep my practice up, to really, to, to research something for, originally it was going to be one week, and then, you know, talk about it. Um, and that, that was really the basis of doing the podcast. But I feel like if you're going to start, one, make sure you're going for an angle that no one's really touched before. Um, don't do another Star Wars geek news podcast because there's a million of them. And if you're doing early education, really go for an angle that hasn't been done. You know, I think Manscaping did this awesomely. He, he goes from, um, Manscaping is, it's done by a bloke. He talks about the male perspective in early education and he has interviews and he doesn't really, all, he doesn't really always talk about a male perspective. It's just something like his journey exploring um, early education and the early education show is awesome as well because what they do is they're looking at a very big micro level of stuff that's going on the early childhood research podcast is a similar thing they're looking at it from a research so i kind of the point is and i've put it in the description is you know my podcast looks at the often overlooked stuff and it kind of really just came from um i remember i was doing nappy changes and i was like well, how come no one's really talked about this because I remember at uni, 
it was awesome hearing Electra going, well, this is what you can do with nappy change. You can use it as a basis to build relationships with the children. It's important for hygiene. It could be the basis for toilet training. I just felt like no one was really tackling that. So my first advice is pick something, pick a new angle in the slant that hasn't been done. And I encourage everyone to really hit up podcasting. It's really easy and it's pretty cheap, to be honest. Um, and I feel like one thing I've been mindful of is I feel like we need more female voices or more voices just out there. I find a lot of early education podcasts, there's normally like a male host and um, that's like it's not the end of the world that that's there. But I just think it'd be really cool to have it more represented by females when so much of the industry is you know, majority female. So I feel like if we could get more voices out there, I would happily listen to more podcasts. And I think you'll be shocked at, you know, with podcasts, I'm not a very engaging person. That's not a put down on myself. But, you know, podcasts are something you can listen to. You just download on your phone and you listen to while you do any number of tasks. So I'll quite happily listen really to anything um, as long as I'm interested in it. And if you have something interesting to say about early education, I think, People, for the most part, will listen, even if it's not done in the most engaging way. You know, like one thing I'm mindful with in my podcast is it's just me. Now, it's done intentionally because I wanted to make sure that, um, well, I just wanted to be something different. It was just one voice. Um, I had to research that looking at, you know, individual podcasts, looking at people where it was just one person and being mindful of that. And that you've probably seen my format hopefully has changed, you know, from longer ranting stuff to shorter more on point because i just felt like listening to someone speak for too long was just boring and draining and it really my my test and i think this is a good test if you are thinking of releasing a podcast is will you listen to it after you've recorded it are you able to listen to it and i've listened to some of my i always listen to my podcast just to see what i can improve on to check the sounds good and all that business but you know, if you listen to it and at the end you're like, man, that was horrible, then pick what you need to and fix it up. It's really easy to start a podcast. Um, I did it through SoundCloud. There is a million articles telling you to do this. So I'll just tell you my very basic thing of, you know, I did it through SoundCloud. They provided an RSS feed, which then I could send to iTunes. I could send to Stitcher. Um, and for the most part, SoundCloud is free for a limited amount and then you've got to pay for a pro subscription which is pretty expensive to be honest it's like super expensive but uh, you know this is a hobby so I didn't really want to sink too much cash into it in terms of microphone you can get I've recently got a new I got you know Lana for my birthday brought me a decent microphone and I think she spent about 150 you don't need to do that I originally I started out and you could probably hear it with a $20 video game microphone but you know what, I did the job and it, it, I guess the thing, you know, I'll start to finish it up here. But the thing that I think is really important with all this is just be mindful of um, why are you doing it? Like, you know, if you're doing it to um, get your name out there or whatever, then you will need professional stuff. But if you're doing it just as a hobby, and that's the beauty of broadcasting, it can just be a nice hobby that you do. You don't need to go crazy. You just need to make sure that your audio is clear. Um I'll end it there, but the kind of really quickly building an audience base, use social media. I'm really shocked here at Twitter, and as you can see, the social media group I rarely post on. 
but use it to your advantage. I always paste in all the different Facebook groups just to get this out there. Um, and yeah, have a Facebook group, have a Twitter. And I find the if you're consistent, which you know I've learned now the value of being consistent, um, releasing episodes consistently, you start to really begin to see the difference and. Yeah, you start to really actually see how much you start to build a base of audiences. Like, I don't have a big audience base. I think I can't even begin to say. I'm starting to recognize, um, you know, I have a core group of people, which is really cool, and that's just come over time. Um, but, yeah, so my, my advice is just do it. It's not too expensive. It's a lot of fun, and it's kind of cool. It's a, something different. It's a way to kind of review yourself and review your practice, but do it in a different way that requires something a bit different. Um, there will be a podcast next Monday, um, and that's it for now. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you've enjoyed this bonus podcast. Thank you so much. Bye. Wanna be a woman?